It's such a great joy to see the church filled with people packed in the pews, people standing around the edges. If this is your first time at St. Elizabeth Ann Seton, I would like to welcome you to the parish. As we celebrate Ash Wednesday, we're asked to remind ourselves of the difficult questions and begin to ponder why we're here and doing what we are doing. It's always interesting for me because on Sundays our church is never packed. But yet on Ash Wednesday, there's people lined up all over the place. There are people running to the churches and asking as they come into the office, can I get my ashes? They're running and finding priests, asking them for ashes. So what is this celebration really speaking of, my dear brothers and sisters? And why is ashes so important for us? Because it sets for us two very important and very difficult questions that we have to begin to ask. The first is what is the most important thing in life? And secondly, where is our focus placed? Because if we look at the ashes in which we are about to receive, what does it say and what does it show? The minister, as he's distributing ashes, will remind the people, remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Our life is not meant to be here in this world. Our life is not meant to be attached to these material things. Our life is meant to be connected to God, to be in relationship with God every day and every moment of our lives. And for that reason, the ashes, when it's distributed on the forehead, is marked in the sign of a cross, in which everyone around us will know that we have been marked and we have been called to be his sons and his daughters. We are set aside for a particular mission, and we are set aside for something greater. But just like the ashes, once it's marked on our heads, within hours those ashes disappear. But does our inner disposition, our inner value, our inner life, does that disappear away the same way that our ashes do? Because as soon as we leave the church, our marking as Christians, our value as Christians fade away with the wind. Our dignity, our value as sons and daughters of Jesus Christ disappear also in the wind. So what is Lent therefore calling us to do? Because as Ash Wednesday sets, it is the gateway and threshold for us to enter into Lent. That threshold of Lent is a reminder for us of the new spring. Being reborn again, being made new. We go out into the streets right now, and we see, what do we see? We see dead grass, 
we see bare trees. But yet in a couple months, everything then comes back to life, comes back with fervor, comes back with strength. That is the invitation for us today as we prepare to enter into Lent. Where is our fervor in our faith? Where is the fire? Where is the zeal that we have for God? Because it's no coincidence, my dear brothers and sisters, that we're all gathered here today. It's not a Sunday, but yet we're all gathered here in this church. We all find the need to be marked with ashes. Because if we were marked early this morning, we would have gone through our day with this weird stain on our forehead, and 90% of the world will be looking at us like, hey, you got something on your forehead you may want to clean off. But we know that it is important, and it plays a crucial role in our lives. So as we begin and enter and cross this threshold of Ash Wednesday, what is our call then? What is our invitation? And what are we supposed to do? We hear in our gospel reading today about three things. Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. If you go back into the text, there's this interesting thing that happens. Jesus tells his disciples to go pray, but not to blow trumpets to let everyone know what I am doing, but to tuck away into an inner room to enter into a relationship with God. What is that saying and illustrating for us? Where is our relationship with Jesus Christ? Who is God for us in our lives? It is our opportunity, therefore, if we don't have one, to begin to renew that newness of life. Begin to enter a relationship and a dialogue with God through prayer. Because through prayer, we rekindle that connection again with God. We rebuild a relationship if we don't have one or if we've fallen short of it. The second one is almsgiving. The reminder that we as brothers and sisters need to care for each other. It's not just about my relationship with God and that's it. It also impacts my relationship with my brothers and sisters around me. Because we're reminded in Genesis that our brothers and sisters are created in the image and likeness of God. So therefore, in my relationship with God personally, that has to influence my relationship with my brothers and sisters. So in our almsgiving, we know and see the value of our brothers and sisters. We begin to be inconvenienced by that. We are then therefore more willing to give to help, to see Christ in them, and to love them for who they are, to love Christ in and through them. And finally, fasting. It's so interesting because this afternoon, Father Flynn and I kind of was just sitting down and having a chit-chat. 
And it's interesting in the fact that, you know, typically, when is the day most people crave Chick-fil-A? It's Sundays, right? The day in which they're closed, we have a tendency and a desire for Chick-fil-A. And today, Father Flynn and I were sitting there chit-chatting, and all we could talk about was food. <laughs> a day of fasting, and all we could think about is food. But what is that saying? Our priorities and our orders in life is rested just on one side. I'm worried and concerned to nourish my body, but I'm not just a body. I'm not just a piece of flesh. I am a body and soul. I am created body and soul. So if I know food is important for me, food is something that needs to nourish me, what am I doing to nourish the soul? What am I doing to care for my soul? But instead, we spend our time falling into temptation, being tempted by the flesh, and letting our ego lead everything that we do. So what are we supposed to do, my dear brothers and sisters? Our goal, our invitation, and the challenge for us in Lent is to be made new. New in what sense? We know that we have to pray. We know we have to do almsgiving. And we know we have to fast. All of those three things are to help us rekindle our relationship with God. But on a deeper level, it illustrates for us the yearning for one thing and one thing only. For God and in God himself. And particularly in the Eucharist. Why? In the Eucharist itself, we see in a little bit, through the words of consecration, Ordinary bread and wine are transformed to become the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. We yearn that, we desire that, because within us our hearts are restless until it rests in thee, says Augustine. Our hearts are searching for God every moment of our lives. And my dear brothers and sisters, that's why we're here. We're yearning for Jesus Christ. And not just anything. Jesus Christ in the Eucharist, through which we ourselves are transformed from human beings who are fallen, broken, and weak, to human beings that are saints, that are holy, that are called every day to proclaim God's word by our words, our actions, and our deeds. That's what it does to us. But until we know our weaknesses, our struggles, what hinders us from entering into a deeper relationship with God, we cannot be transformed. We cannot be made anew. And we cannot become the person God is calling us to be. So in this Lent, my dear brothers and sisters, 
our challenge and our invitation from God and from the church, from the church herself is how are we going to become the best person we are meant to be in and through the light of Christ? Are we going to die to our temptations and our desires and not let them hinder us from becoming who we are? Are we going to sit aside and ignore our brothers and sisters in need? Are we going to ignore our family and friends and not help them to become holy, to become better, to become the best image that God has created them to be? And are we not willing to transform ourselves to become better, to become more intimate in God, to be united with Him, and to be transformed by His love and His care? My dear brothers and sisters, it's a difficult challenge and a difficult feat for us during Lent because our temptations, our desires will kick in. We see that very, very simply every Friday when we fast because the only things we can think about are food and meat. But it's in those challenges, it's in those struggles, those little victories will help us grow in our relationship with God. Those little victories will help us to become better. Those little victories will make our community, our family better. So are you willing to pick up the cross and accept the challenge? Or are we going to be like the ashes which we are about to receive? An exterior sign that will be blown away by the wind when we leave this church and not be transformed today. Amen.